Hi, it's Water Collie with Wendy. And this little segment is going to be about not letting technique take over. So in the beginning, you're going to be struggling with technique, hardly even know how to hold that brush or to make the best use out of it. One example of that I, I find is that students want to get a whole bunch of different brushes. You really only need one good brush and how to use it properly. And then if you're unfamiliar or have actually, more often you have bad habits from memories of how to paint, then you have to um, get used to proper artist materials and how they behave. So usually with adults, it's a matter of forgetting or changing your mind about how art is made. And it's not a production of um, making an object, it's more of a process. So sometimes in the beginning, you don't know how to use the technique very well. And you do have to learn the properties of the paint and how it feels. It's a visual, I mean, it's a visceral thing, kinesthetic thing of how the paint feels. And there's other kinesthetic or atmospherical uh, conditions such as lighting, and in the case of watercolor, the moisture in the air, or the changing conditions of your situation, of uh, where, whether you're by an, a northern window or whether you're outside with, with the light changing. There's a lot of things you have to get used to in the beginning. And so what happens is you might struggle and feel awkward in the beginning, and then eventually, and with my classes, it might take one semester, let's, let's say, to get very comfortable with the materials. And then at that point, you start to get confidence because you're able to use the materials well and you know how to use the techniques. And that's that's a good motivating factor. Like, oh, I didn't ever think I could learn this and now I know how the paint works and I know how to make colors and so on. And so that you get enamored of the techniques and you get tied into uh, performing these different processes, how to make colors bleed and how to um, make any color that you want and control it and lack of control and you get really good at your technique. And then you might also be hungry for more techniques and you know, like, what else could, we, could I do? And you get real interested in tricky things you can do with, uh, with whiteout or um, you know washing the paper and you get a little into the arts and craft side of watercolor and a lot of people get stuck in that area. And they forget that there's a purpose to learning these techniques, that you're actually trying to create a vessel for your original eye on the world and using the tool to express that. And that you, if you don't get that, sometimes you think, well, I'm just going to express myself by throwing paint around and doing cool stuff and hope somebody gets the message. And that's kind of fun, but it isn't really the serious side of art. So um, I think people can wallow in expertise and technique for a while, and then they might need a nudging from other artists or teachers to move beyond that, and that's scary. Because then you're back like you were in the beginning of I feel awkward and I don't know what I'm doing and it's scary and what if people don't like it? And that is a big turning point for many artists. And I would say most of them don't get past that that point. They, they just want to make uh, impressive pictures or 
enjoy the fact that they're good at something. They just make it over and over again, and their paintings become quite repetitive. But if they're getting paid for it, or they're getting a lot of accolades for it, then they're going to stick with that ability. You'll see a lot of this kind of art online where somebody's really good at depicting city scenes in the rain, you know, and they have this magical technique that they use. Sometimes they'll share it on YouTube, and sometimes they won't, but um, they know how to do it, and they go, did it again, and then they might sell the painting or might just get people to admire them, and that you get really stuck in that ego thing, and you never get beyond um, the point where you're kind of uh, transiting from amateur to professional artist, professional fine artist, not professional commercial artist, which is different. With a commercial, a professional commercial artist, then you you do want to be turning out a product because it's for money, and you have to. But for the fine artist, then you take those tools, and then you um, put it put it together with your inner life and you, the way you're viewing the world, the thoughts that you have about civilization or you know, politics or whatever, and or your love life even, or just the human condition is really the subject. Of how are you going to take um, scenery or anything else or even a still life and be able to depict that subject matter in a way that conveys an attitude or a point of view, a unique point of view. And it's partly unconscious because you're just seeing the the world the way that you do and you, you kind of forget that nobody else is seeing it that way. And then if you're able to use your techniques and then get that across, then you're on the road to creating original fine art and you might not get accolades and you might not be able to sell any artwork because it's unique and people aren't used to it and you're not famous so you might not all you're getting out of the whole situation is is the experience of being able to put your human experience into a visual form and sometimes others will get this but mostly you'll, you'll have that satisfaction it's very transforming to an individual so that's it for today